This is the story of EnterpriseReady.io, which has been a little bit influential in my thinking on SaaS and enterprise SaaS, and it was created by this startup called Replicated. So why don't you tell us, what is EnterpriseReady.io, and why did you create it? Yeah, I mean, so it was, you know, it was inspired by these sort of other sites at the time, things like 12factor.net and, uh, you know, user onboarding and a couple of other things that I thought were really interesting, you know, analysis of, of what was happening in the market. It's like, as a product person, the way that I think about building features or building tools is I just look at what else other people have done, right? So I think there's like very little kind of like true innovation, but we all iterate on top of what else is out there. And so like we always say like no idea happens in a vacuum and like you're kind of constantly taking, um, you know, inspiration from, from what's going on in the world. And so Enterprise Ready was sort of just like a product manager's guide to building enterprise software features. And so we all like, the, if you looked at for any content about enterprise software, it was always about sales, right? And we we're like, well, I don't care that much about sales. Like I want to build software, not just sell it, like somebody else figure out how to sell it. And so we started just like writing down all of our thoughts about like, well, how does Slack build, you know, role-based access control? How did, uh, you know, Zendesk do reporting? How did, you know, X, Y, and Z company just would kind of diagnose all of these different features that were done by these kind of high-flying SaaS companies and enterprise software companies to figure out what, what are the best practices. And then we sort of like boiled those down into a requirements doc of sorts and just like wrote out, okay, here's what an audit log looks like. Here's all the stuff that you should think about if you're going to build a really good, you know, enterprise ready audit log. And ultimately I think there's maybe like uh, 11 or so features that emerged as the, as the features you should build to be truly enterprise ready. Um, and then part of it was, is selfish, right? Part of it was like, Hey, one of those things is deployment models. And you know, the, the, when you're an enterprise software company, it's no longer like you're just a SaaS company or you're like some legacy on-prem software company, but the whole world is like this spectrum of deployment options in terms of like single tenant hosted, uh, you know, private instances, air gapped instances. And so we wrote a guide out around how to think about deployment options. And, and a lot of that is really just like, you know, our core thesis at Replicated. So it was sort of in, in support of the larger vision for Replicated and in support of, hey, these, this is the audience we want to reach. We want to reach people who are thinking about how to take their SaaS product, the enterprise software product, and making it more enterprise ready, bring it into the next generation, modernizing it. And so let's build some content for those people. Because I, I truly believe <clears throat> in general, like just in the world, you have to create more value than you capture. Right. So employees create more value for companies than they capture or else like you, you wouldn't hire them or you'd pay them less. And so, and then vendors create more value for, you know, for their, for their customers than they capture or else you wouldn't buy the software. Right. So like, there's always like a return on investment. And for us, it's like, I wanted to create more value in the world through content and share this knowledge. Uh, and then figured like we would capture some of it later. Right. It's just like plant seeds and eventually people, would say like, hey, we really appreciated that. Or we learned from your guide and like, hey, now we're going to use your product. And of course that's worked because like, turns out it's authentic and people like really good content that they value. And then they look, they look for the associated services. Yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a really nice list. And, you know, it's, uh, I also like the, the assessment. So the way it works is you can go up and you can basically put in your, your name, your email, 
and then you can, uh, it asks you basically questions and kind of basically self-assessment, right? Around uh, these 11 categories. And then, <laughs> and then if you want it, it gives you a nice little uh, report card, which can be, I don't know, which can be good or bad, depending on, <laughs> you know, how ready you are. So, but I do think it's a, it's a, it's a fun list because I think, uh, I often talk to people, you know, they want to get an enterprise software, they want to build anything. And it's, uh, this list is great because it's always like, well, I don't really care what you're doing. You need these 11 things. And that's great that you're going to do this other thing that is great. And I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. And I know you've just told me how passionate you are, but um, you're still going to need to do role-based access control. And they're still going to ask you when you show up to do this. So so don't be surprised that at the end, they're not as excited as you are and you don't have role-based access control. That That's not going to go well, right? They're going to ask you when that's coming. So it's a good... Uh, I don't know. It's sort of like, uh, should I say it's like a, the vegetable list? It's like, hey, you got to do this. You have to do this whether yeah, yeah, you want like, to or not, you're going to do it. So just accept it quickly. Yeah, yeah. we call it the, the table stakes features, right? These are the things that are, you know, everybody in the enterprise software company talks about, well, that's table stakes, that's table stakes. At least what he did, you know, ones we've worked at. And so this was like, well, let's just list out what are the table stakes? What do you need in order to like actually have a conversation with a larger organization about adopting your tool? And like, turns out these things are those. All right, well, let's do this. There's too many. We're not going to go through them all. Uh, that We'll leave it. Uh, yeah. Everyone can go to enterpriseready.io and check them all out. But I just say, I'll get, here, here, here's two possible questions. Like, what is either the most overlooked one? If you were to like say, hey, people, even people that are experienced overlook it, or which one do you think is uh, harder than, than it uh, potentially looks when you have to actually go do it? Which one would you pick out? Yeah, so uh, I think the most overlooked one is the audit logging. Like it's just so important and, you, and it, people do it wrong and it's like, it's, and it's, it's complicated. So doing a really good audit log, very few people have it. The other one that I'd say is, uh, is sort of like just done poorly, but oftentimes people have it is reporting because reporting means so much to different people. And it's really hard to get right because like ultimately you want people to have lots of knobs and gears to turn in terms of the reports they create and like, that's a massive effort in order to make that happen. So those are my two. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I think, uh, you know, I always think the mistake on the audit log a lot of times is uh, it has to be immutable. A lot of times people will just like be like, hey, I just wrote it all in the text file. And it's like, no, it's not really an audit log. That's just a text file. So you, so that's like, I feel like that's the number one mistake. And yes, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Reporting, you know, you think you get a couple of reports and then it's just like, oh, no, now they want to export the data. Oh, no. Now they want an analysis. Yep. And you're like, oh, th- we're going to be here a while. So, all yep, right, exactly. everyone go check out enterprise ready, uh, dot IO and, you know, you can, you can decide for yourself, which is the hardest. So, so this is an interesting strategy for category creation. It has to take though, and that's obviously the hardest part, but I've seen this be extremely effective, obviously with the Heroku 12 factor model, but also I think with Netlify defining the Jamstack and then just thought leading on what it is and gatekeeping everything else that it wasn't, I think it can be a pretty interesting idea. And it's got me thinking about how I can do this at work because something I've been struggling with is that there are a set of problems that are well-defined that people should solve, which are called the eight fallacies of distributed computing. This was created back in the 1990s by Peter Deutsch and other people at Sun Microsystems, including Bill Joy. And people generally understand cap theorem now uh, they don't necessarily address all eight fallacies of network computing, but also some of these are just a little old, like network security, 
there's a fair amount of <laughs> uh, default security nowadays. Um, bandwidth is infinite. Um, bandwidth is cheap. It's not infinite, but uh, people know how to take care, take account of bandwidth. Latency, I think people understand that is not zero. Um, so there are some of these which are just internalized now, and others which are not so much. Right, the network is reliable. It still has to be dealt with, and the changing topology and transport cost and homogeneity of networks. So. I am thinking about how to wrap this up into our own version of the 12-factor model, and I think you should have a think about if your field doesn't have a good checklist of, like, here's the gold standard, then maybe you should do it.